Hey everybody, welcome back to 9-4 Radio. This is a uh, part of the, of the core routines series, activities that are found in Coyote's Guide to Connecting with Nature, written by John Young, Ellen Haas, and Evan McGowan. Today I'm going to combine two core routines, two core activities into one episode. I, I think they... They really kind of do go hand in hand. And the first one is a little bit more philosophical. And the second is uh, what I would consider like a practical application. So I am talking about expanding our senses and then questioning and tracking. So I will start with expanding our senses. And... There are so many inputs uh, that the world has out there and the human brain can only, like we have a limited amount of brain power. And so to cope with all of, like to cope with not going crazy by trying to process everything that we, um, everything that's around us as humans, we really only process things that we pay attention to. And I say pay attention to because there have been plenty of times I have found myself looking at someone, um, like giving them my focus, giving or giving them like my my physical like eye attention, and I'm thinking about something else, and I do not hear a word they say. <clears throat> I understand nothing about anything that they said. I maybe pick up some body language. But everything else is going into whatever I was thinking about. Whatever, whatever I was giving my actual attention to, not my focus. So just kind of understand that there are two, two layers of that. So it's, it's not what we see and it's not what we read and it's not what we hear. But it's what we are actually paying attention to. Because if you really stopped to, to observe... There is like an infinite number of sights, sounds, um, things to look at, things to think about, things to touch and feel, and uh, it's only what we pay attention to that that really kind of gets gets through those filters. So, with that, when we're trying to expand our senses try to use different senses. Try to focus on one specific sense. So, for example, you know, close your eyes, become still, like find some stillness and some quiet, and you'll find that you can hear things very well. Like, you can hear things way off into the distance if you just closed your eyes and like quieted your mind. Same thing with smell. You would think that just walking through day-to-day life, um, I mean, like there's not a lot of smells that happen. But if you put your intention behind just scent, like not sense, but scent, 
on a on a walk on a like on a forest bath practice or outdoor mindfulness session you will find that you can smell the pine trees you will find that you can smell the woods you can smell the outdoors you can smell the grass and that's it's very powerful so it's not what you focus on, it's, it's where you put your attention. So once again, the five senses is uh, sight, hearing, touching, tasting, and I'm the one I'm missing, I don't know. Um, it, it, it's the, your five normal senses. Um, give it a try, but also realize that you may, there may be more than just your five senses that are present. Um, you may actually feel someone approach you. You may feel um, like maybe like maybe you're on a hike with somebody and and you're sitting down and like you can just feel their presence. You know, same thing with like an animal. You can just sometimes you know how like you feel like you're being looked at, especially like when you're walking through on a hike. Um, I would I would contend that's that's not part of your five senses. And I would also contend that <clears throat> that's a very valid sense. So really um, approach it from like a limitless, from like a limitless um, uh, frame of mind. So using, expanding your five senses or, you know, um, with questioning and tracking. And what this activity really is it, it could be physically tracking animals or it could just be used to cultivate a, a curious mindset in order to <clears throat> get familiar with your surroundings or with people you know tracking and, and questioning like that's it's not just it's not just for becoming familiar with nature. It's creating that curious mindset that allows you to feel like you, you don't like, if I don't know, uh, I, I don't know what the answer is. I have to pay attention. And a lot of times I ask questions that I feel like I have a pretty good idea what the answer is and then I just don't listen. And it uh, gets me into a lot of trouble and I'm really trying to break that habit. And questioning and tracking is a way to practice. And the only way I'm going to get better at having that open and creative mindset is through practice, right? Practice and training. So ask questions about everything and 
what I mean by, you know, when, when you see something, make up a story, like make up a story in your mind. If no one is there to explain it to you, like ask that who, what, where, when, why, how, or if somebody is there that you can ask, ask. Sometimes they don't know. You know, sometimes somebody doesn't know like, Hey, I, I saw this bird that I've never seen before. You know, it was this color and that color. Like, what do you think that was? And they're either going to know or they're not. But then what that's going to do for you is, okay, well, let me just like go on Google and see if I can, if I can find, if I can find that picture, that image. And then when you find that picture, that image, like, well, is that normal? Like, cause I've never seen that bird before. Is that, is that, is that a common thing? Like, am I going to see more of these? And then all of a sudden, like, you saw one bird that like wasn't familiar to you. And then all of a sudden, you know, an hour down the road, you've learned something new about something that's relevant to you. Something that you physically actually saw potentially in your sit spot where you may potentially see them again. So it's, it's approaching things from a, an open mind. Um, and going back to to expanding those senses, it that questioning and that tracking allows you to use some of those senses um, and expand like the practice of that. So uh, in the book. There are 53 natural survival senses that connect and balance nature nature within to nature without. And I want to read these off because I want you to like f- feel how they are they are a thing. Like I um I read it I read it a few times. I'm like 53. God, it feels like a lot, you know. But when I lay them out make a note of what resonates with you and what you may like not have any belief in and be curious about that. Like maybe that's one of your very first questioning exercises. So here we go. Sense of time, appetite and hunger, sense of temperature and temperature change. Sense of season, including the ability to insulate, hibernate, and winter sleep. Humidity sense, including the acumen for finding water or evading a flood. Hearing, including resonance, vibrations, sonar frequencies, Sense of awareness of one's own visibility and consequent camouflaging. Sense of proximity. Sense of fear. Sense of play. Sense of excessive stress. Sense of emotional place or community belonging. Psychic capacity, such as foreknowledge and animal instinct. Spiritual sense, 
including conscious capacity for sublime, sense of sorrow, love, and sacrifice. So there's there, there are like the five normal senses that are included in that, um, and also there are just like we had talked about before, like there is there are energies, there's resonance. You feel belonging when you're around people that like you vibe with. There's a reason why like that term is a thing. You know, your vibrations are similar. You vibe with somebody, you have like a good rapport, you're like feel good around people. And there is an immense amount of, of information that can be gleaned just from that. So expanding your senses where you put your at- attention is is really what's important, and then using uh, that tracking and questioning to explore and be curious and explore. So enjoy those two separate but very similar activities. We'll catch you next time. Thanks. <laughs>